At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. v Final Countdown on a Monday. What a weekend in college football it was, Matt. We got it all. The bad beats, the bad calls, the monster wins. Exhausting. Depends on who you bet End on. End of game drive. Depends on who you bet on if yeah. it was an awesome weekend or not in college football. I mean, considering that you had LSU and I yeah. had Utah, both minus the points. Yeah. Not in the best place this morning. We did have some other wagers work out, but I mean, the two that we liked mm. the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was fun. I got to do my walk of shame that now was, that was Utah. Fun. That was a fun few hours last night before I went, before I went to bed. Sometimes but, it'd know, be like that. We'll it talk, happens. We'll yeah. talk plenty of college football throughout the course of the next two hours. Got a great guest list ahead as well. Um, lots of football talk in that. Longtime handicapper, Kenny White. KennyWhiteSports.com. CBS Sports HQ as well. He'll talk the opening week of college football looking ahead to week two lines. We've also got a Monday night football game college edition coming up with Clemson and Georgia tech sports betting hall of famer. Vinny Maiulo will be on set with us as well in hour two. see some of the NFL lines and futures that have changed since most opened up. But uh, there are four games in major league baseball, Matt, that are going to get going here in the next 10, 15, and even 35 minutes. So give us the lowdown. Yeah, there's two games going right now in the ninth inning. If you're, if you're a, freak like that and want to get involved uh five to two <laughs> yankees and twins uh yankees are minus ten thousand. if you want 18 to one on the twins great, you can get that great yeah bet, great and then bet, ninth inning that. jays <laughs> over the uh orioles four to three as we sit right now minus 1200 on the jays you can get seven to one on the orioles to come back 
when they get up in the bottom of the ninth. So you can go there if you want to. Game starting in about nine minutes, as you mentioned, Red Sox and the Rays. This is Michael Waka versus Luis Patino. Right now, this is a coin flip, 110 on both sides, seven and a half is your total. This Rays team started to chip away, chip away, chip away at that Yankees lead there in the AL East. Pretty pretty interesting. Enough time should the Yankees continue to falter for the Rays to actually get there. So we'll monitor every game of that moving We're, forward. They'll get the win, looks like, right now uh, in the top of the ninth. He said 5-2, but 2-8, and eight, their last eight games coming into tonight for Yankees. Not not what you're looking for if you're a pinstripes backer. Another one here, 4-10 Eastern, is the Brewers and Rockies. This is Adrian Hauser and Ryan Feltner. If you want to go with Hauser and the Brewers, they are minus 140 favorites on the road. Uh, on the road, If you want the Rockies at home, plus 120 underdogs. 11 and a half is your total in that warm Colorado air up there. 415 Eastern, the Nationals and the Cardinals. This is Anibal Sanchez and Jack Flaherty. Flaherty and the Cardinals are minus 260 home favorites in this one. Plus 220 if you want the Nats on the road as underdogs. Eight is your total and then we have game two when this one wraps up up here of the blue jays and the orioles that's going to be jose barrios and jordan lyles assuming that starts sometime ish you know about 35 45 mm-hmm. minutes after the hour in that one right now minus 130 for the blue jays on the road as favorites lyles in the orioles are plus 110 home underdogs eight and a half is your total Looking at some of the betting splits on that Cardinals-Nationals game, uh, lopsided to say the least, 95% of handle, 88% of bets on the Cardinals even run line here in this situation. So uh, yeah. no, nobody has much belief in this Nationals squad. But. No, and the way the Cardinals are playing, I mean, they, they, look, look, they've got Albert Pujols. That's all they, I mean, that's all they need. Can right? we I mean, talk yeah. about it, by I mean, the way? Seriously. My hot take is just getting closer and closer, ladies happen. and gentlemen. He and Aaron Judge both homering yesterday, so keep it going. I know. I want to get. I want Bam. to ship Albert Pujols all of the PEDs, and I just want to be like, here, <laughs> you can have them. Like, no one's going to care at this point. It's a feel-good story. Just take all of the PEDs and hit all the home runs, and let's just get this done. <laughs> let's get it done this year. We have college football tonight. We do. Um, very exciting because the NFL's starting up this week, but not until Thursday. So we have college football action on a Monday, which is tremendous. And it's Clemson and Georgia Tech. The Tigers, a huge favorite, bet up from the opener of 19 now to 24. The total also up from 49 to 51 as Clemson looks to begin their ascension back to the top of the ACC after missing out on a league title for the first time in six years. How do you expect Dabo, DJ, and the crew to get things going against Georgia Tech? Yeah, I mean, it is. Is, this is certainly, I mean, as you mentioned, 24, oh, wow, 225 just popped, actually, as we oh, are sitting, we yeah, as we're sitting here watching this, so the money on Clemson. So get in now if yeah, you want to yeah, back exactly, the favorite. is rolling in, uh, 24 and a half at a couple of books as well, so yeah, as we're sitting here, people are starting to pay attention, like, wait, there's one more college football game, are you serious? <laughs> ah, take my money. Uh, yes, it, it, 51 is the prevailing total, though there are a couple of 52s out there, rest of country, if you guys want to take a look at all that. I mean, look, this is, this is, you know, kind of the consensus team that everybody says is that fourth team, right? I mean, I know you and your Utah Utes, I know that you were. You cannot give up on them yet, by the way. They should have won that game. Had two (laughs) opportunities to do so. Even Cam Rising, that final drive, drives them all the way down. Should have had the touchdown. Throws the, obviously, game-changing interception that ended the thing. But It's done. It is. It's it's done. They're done. They're done. They had to win that game. So it's done. Well, they're, they're not done, done in the Pac-12 yet, I can no, tell you that. Although everybody thinks USC is the best team in the league now after the way they showed up in week one. But there's still plenty of season to go. They played 
a terrible team. Yeah. So if, if you look, and I mean, look, this was a team last year that everybody knew might take at least a small step back because there was going to be, of course, whenever you whenever you lose a talent like Trevor Lawrence, is there really going to be just this seamless transition? And the answer was no. There was not a seamless transition with all that. But if you look this past draft. There wasn't a lot of college, there weren't a lot of Clemson guys in that first and second round. And you want to know why? Because they're all still on this team. Mm-hmm. If you look at all the mock drafts going forward, that first and second round are littered with Clemson Tigers because all of those guys were young last year. All of those guys are going to be going highly in the draft this year. So it is it it is a loaded squad. It is a loaded team. Now, is it Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia loaded? Not quite. But it is certainly, in my opinion, kind of that that fourth team, though there is a pretty big gap between them and the rest of these guys. And so, look, they can go out here, and this is the an island game. They can really show out in mm-hmm. this one. I think that they will. This is one of those things where, while we're still in this four-team playoff, style points do still matter. Mm-hmm. It is still voted on by human beings and all that. We're not going to the computers with any, with any of this. So I get why this spread is starting to move a little bit more because it's not – it's. There's no harm at all for Clemson to win this game by as yeah. many points as, as humanly possible, right? I mean, because at this point, now with the Utah loss, it like it, the, the door's wide, wide, right. wide, wide open for them to be that fourth team. And this is a team that's obviously very ticked off mm-hmm. about the way that their year went last season. Ten-win team, but that's not to the yes. standard still of them getting to the playoff and doing those types of things. They do have seven straight wins against Georgia Tech historically, um, and I think just adding insult to injury – how close the game was with Georgia Tech a season ago probably also has a bit of a bitter taste in Clemson's mouth. They won 14 to eight in week three, but it was one of those games that came down to the final drive, which is not at all how I anticipate this game going, especially with Clemson's defense. Like, like you mentioned, DJ Uyunglele, which version of him are we going to get is probably the biggest question mark for Clemson coming into this year. Shock you. He's in the best shape of his life. We love talking season. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> I know this is going to shock you. He's in the best shape of his life. Uh, he yeah, showed yeah, up yeah. to camp slim and trim and ready to go. I'm sure you heard Dabo's trying all to of this. talk up his guy, give him confidence, which he probably needs with Kate yes. Klubnick, you know, yeah. just waiting there in the wings. But just speaking to this defense, as a team, Clemson, we're talking about them being top four, but this defense should be the staple, even without Brent Venables as their defensive coordinator. Um, they're going to dominate the line of scrimmage in this game. The front is straight up filthy. They've got the depth of talent on that side of the ball as well. I think this Yellow Jackets team is in a world of hurt. Um, I think it could be a, like a 42 to 10 type of a game. I do have a play on the Georgia Tech team total under. Um, there are a lot of player props you can get involved in as well. Um, all on the, the, the most bet at DraftKings are all on the, the running back and quarterback here for Clemson, Will Shipley and DJ Uyunglele. Um, and a lot of those numbers are on the move because of how highly they have been bet. Yeah, if you look here, the top two, Shipley over a touch. So basically, will he score? Yes, is the answer. And uh, this one's already <laughs> juiced all the way up to minus 165. So everybody hitting that one, I can't blame them. And then over 75, 75 and a half rush yards as well, the second most bet prop it is now all the way up to 80 and a half um so just be sure as always we recommend shopping around especially you guys rest of country that have <laughs> 20 different books to choose from always make sure that you're getting the best number with all that so yeah this is uh look the clemson support doesn't shock me at all clemson support probably the right side here it's like i said can they win this by 24 sure 
or I mean, 25, I guess, in the some spots. The way that it's it. gone up, like for me, I'm just kind of out of wanting to bet right, it now. Same, same. Um, when there was a 19 out there for such yeah. a long time and now there's not, it's a little bit hard of a pill to swallow. But for a glimpse into who this Yellow Jackets team is, their season win total was three and a half half so yeah. people not even thinking they can get to four wins this year offense returns just five starters they're a team that while normally in the offseason you go out there and you hit the transfer portal hard and you try to get better this is a team that probably got worse in the offseason um and they're Clem catching Clemson at a bad time like we talked about already they're upset about last year and need to turn things around quickly yeah Georgia Tech also one of those schools when you, it's it's in the same vein whenever we talk about kind of like Notre Dame and things like that like they can't just take any player like a lot of these other schools can you know and so it's the the transfer portal works really really great for about 90 percent of the schools out there but the 10 percent of schools that have these super super high academic standards and it's very it's just much more difficult to get in Georgia Tech being one of those as well you can't just flood the people in right I mean there's mm -hmm. certain there's certain levels that they've got to reach to get in there and so yeah it's 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 going to be a rough and long season for Georgia Tech no matter what here and I believe tonight is going to oh. be absolutely brutal like I said I'm I looking mean, at Jeff Sims numbers yeah his in his career as a three-year starter 25 touchdowns 20 interceptions yeah. um, that's not what you're looking for and granted they run a different type of an offense but still 85% um, of the handle 79% of bets ultimately laying the points with the Tigers 65 percent of handle 79 percent of bets on the over so thinking that both the points and the Clemson Tigers will get there um, we're gonna step aside here for a moment and when we come back we'll dive into a lot of NFL headlines and news uh, Matt Stafford it appears will have no limitations with that elbow for the Thursday night football game I know you have a bet on that game as well but that report or I guess quote from right. the head coach and from Matt Stafford himself, very contradictory of another report that is out there. So we'll get into that and a lot more in the NFL. When we yeah, we got back. some tennis going on as well. Uh, Francis Tiafo is taking the first set off of Rafael Nadal over there in New York. So we'll keep an eye on that one as well. Keep it locked on VEASAN final countdown. Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown still two hours with us. Don't go anywhere on VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now it's time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro seasons. Our, expert prov- our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. If you sign up early, get the discounted $175 rate where you get both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the sports betting network. I I hope you tried to relax as much as possible yesterday during the day because it was the last Sunday that you'll have without NFL teams dictating your mood. So uh, I hope you you enjoyed the day. Uh, Might need to check out the pharmacy, get the heart medication on deck for the rest of the season because it's going to get wild. The first game of the year coming up this Thursday, the defending champion Los Angeles Rams getting two and a half, hosting the favorite to win it all in the Buffalo Bills, total 52 and a half. And some news as it relates to the game, Matthew Stafford says he has, quote, no limitations with his elbow ahead yeah. of the opener. He said, I feel good. I'm ready to go. No limitations. I feel like I can make any throw. How comfortable do you feel with your wager you have on this game betting Buffalo? Yeah, I mean, I still lean to the Bills as it was anyway. For me, it was when I bet it in the first place, it was the thought that there was at least a non-zero chance that Stafford might get held out the first couple of weeks of the season. I mean, it's it's a ta- it's a team that's incredibly, incredibly talented. But hey, look, this is a... I mean, they're going into this game as an underdog. Like this is a this is a game in which they're not going to be favored in there. One of the you know one of the few that they're not going to be favored mm-hmm. in. And so it wouldn't have surprised me if they're kind of like okay, 
It's a game that's going to be really, really tough as it is. Anyway, our dude isn't quite 100% yet. If we gave him another couple of weeks, not that big of a deal, so we'll just hold him out. That ended up not coming to fruition. It's okay. I still have a better number than what's out there in the market right now. My curiosity is whether this thing ends up getting to three because I know that we're looking at the defendants, defending Super Bowl champions, so you would believe that they would end up getting the money, but – no team maybe outside of the Chargers has been more hyped this offseason mm-hmm. than the Bills. And so I'm really, really, really curious as to how this line either moves or doesn't. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it sticks where it is right now or whatever. I, I, I don't know. And it's interesting for me as someone who's, you know, been in this for like 20 years with this expansion of sports betting. Like I, I, I used to kind of get a good idea of like where numbers were going to go. Like I'd be like, eh, that's probably going to get to three. Eh, that's probably whatever. Like I would at least, you know, I could hit it think about that about 70, 75% of the time and it would hit. I, now I just have no idea, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, because the other thing is, like, New York is a legal sports betting state with, like, the most amount of sports bettors there are of any of the legal markets that are out there. And so, I mean, I assume they've just adopted the Bills as their team now because they don't want, the, don't want to claim the Giants and the Jets. And so I just assume that they've adopted the Bills as their team. So does the Bills money just start rolling in as the closer we get to, to kick off here? Because, hey, look, the Bills are good and we want to back our team. Or, you know, is, I, I don't know. It's, it's just it's fascinating to me. And so I, I'm really, really curious how the line movement is or is not going to move leading into this one. Yeah, and if you do want to back the Bills still at that number, you should do it before it does get up to the three if that's the yeah. way that we think the money is going to come in, which is the expectation. And again, just with regards to the Matthew Stafford aspect of this, the words coming from the Rams camp, very contradictory from a report from ESPN's Dan Graziano, who yesterday said that the team has really downplayed the injury and that it could be an issue for him all season long. So I'm curious which angle of this is actually true, because in that press conference, McVay, when asked if he felt comfortable with Stafford throwing 50 plus times in a game, said no hesitation, no hesitation. But most of the reports that we've heard from other people outside of Rams camp has been that mm-hmm. Matt Stafford's likely going to be on a pitch count of sorts with how much he throws the ball. Yeah, I would imagine that this would if if you're okay rolling him out there in week one, despite all this, I would assume there would be no limitations. Like I would mm-hmm. assume that this means okay, he's going to be good to go. Because again, like I said, this would this would make all the sense in the world. Like everybody would get it if you were mm-hmm. kind of like, all right, we're gonna sit him the first couple of weeks here, especially in a game like this where it's kinda again a coin flip where they're gonna win it or to lose it anyway. So why put a guy out there that's not completely healthy when of course the only way you have any chance whatsoever of trying to repeat mm-hmm. this is if he's fully healthy. And also we know in our experience watching Matt Stafford over the years, he's one of the toughest guys in football at the position. He can play through a lot of things. His tolerance is just, he's just one of those types of players. Uh, one player who has not <laughs> had the same injury tolerance in his young career, Zach Wilson, quarterback of the New York Jets, Robert Sala telling reporters as he deals with the bone bruise and meniscus tear after his workout yesterday, it's possible he could start week one against the Ravens. They'll make a firm announcement on that on Wednesday. So good news, obviously, that he's trending up if you're a Jets fan, would prefer not to trot Joe Flacco out there, but at the same time, I'm not sure I want to risk my young quarterback before he's ready against a team that you're probably going to lose to anyways. If we're, I mean, just to call a spade a spade, the Ravens should be a better team than the, than the Jets this year with um, Lamar Jackson and that crew. So what, what do you think? <laughs> it's weird. It, this is a weird situation to me because he's, I mean, it's the same knee, a different type of an injury to the knee, but a correlated injury nonetheless on the same knee for your young quarterback. Now I, again, I have no idea if this is just New York betters checking in for the first time and saying like, oh, our team is playing this week and, you know, let's let's get in on this. Or if this is actually based off of news. But two of the books have the, out there have moved off of the seven 
that the Ravens have been favored for the last two or three weeks and are sitting at six and a half. And so there were, there is somebody that came in and said, oh, if Zach Wilson's going to go for the Jets, I'll take the full touchdown with them. I'll take the seven. So, again, I, I don't know if this is just New York fans checking in and saying like, oh, NFL's about to start. Let's start betting NFL. Or if this was actually news-based, you know, but one, one way or the other, the Jets are, I think they're trending in the right direction. I actually kind of like what they've done in the offseason moves with the draft, all the different things that they've done here recently. But they're just not there yet right and so yeah I, like I'm, steps in the right direction yes. means you have faith in backing them in the future yes but they're not there yet yeah and maybe even by like late season there's some sort of value on this team to kind of like you know cover spreads and things like that because they're still going to lose a bunch of games but maybe you think that they're a little kind of like the lions last year right mm -hmm. where it was like they were just annoying enough to always keep the games tight you know they're just just annoying enough and i think maybe that jet the jets team by the end of the year could could be that, but not this week. That said, I don't have any interest in laying the full seven with the Ravens. Probably going to be in a teaser leg for me, and here's a here's a long tease for that as well. <laughs> We're going to have Teaser Tuesday tomorrow here yes. on the show where we look at all the teaser legs and see if anything's made our account. But probably looking at more that way for me with the Ravens because, again, there is at least a couple of question marks for me about the Ravens squad, namely – who is Lamar Jackson going to throw the ball to outside of Mark Andrews? And so I want to see that kind of in motion first before I fully come in backing them at a, at a touchdown here in week one. Um, as for the Jets current quarterback situation, Joe Flacco and limited work over the preseason, seven of 12 passing for 76 yards and a pick. We'll keep the news and headlines going here. Chris Godwin was seen earlier today practicing without a knee brace. Um, first time this summer, Godwin has been seen on the Bucks practice field without one on. So a good development for that receiver room as well for Tom Brady. Yeah, and no, absolutely. I mean, look, that was the one thing about Godwin that we were one, in one of the, honestly, one of the handicaps for this team. If you were a little bit down on them, was that Godwin's going to miss a few games for them and maybe it was be a, a little bit longer because with all these injuries, right? Like everyone's always on a great timetable and everyone's whatever. like very, very rarely do we hear about the setback, right? I hate talking season so much. Yeah. I would also like to apologize to anyone who listened to the <laughs> show last week. And I was telling you, Hank Bachmeyer is going to have his best year of his career after he threw three picks in the first quarter for Boise state this yeah. weekend. So yeah. apologies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, sorry. Yeah, but you know. that's another example though, of how talking season gets in the way. Cause every Boise state analyst I talk talk to that's what they're seeing at camp so yeah. i know and it's like i digress that, and a, it's like all these people come back tangents. from injury it's all they're always ahead of schedule they're always yep, you know whatever exactly. they're always doing better and, and then of course sometimes that just gets kicked down the the can gets kicked down the road zion williamson you know whatever mm -hmm. ends up not even playing a whole season so it's it's weird but look this is obviously a huge step in the right direction for this team a team that's going to need all of these weapons around them because it does look like this offensive line is is pretty decimated at this point and is, is at least going to have guys out there play, trying to play through some injuries and whatnot. And so Brady, as we know, not not the most uh, mobile quarterback mm -hmm. back there. So I, I, they're going to need he's going to need all the weapons he can get. But the one thing he's very very good at getting the ball out very quick. Well, and, and Chris and Goblin can benefit. From that's that. something I was going to say. Um, you know, take what you want from all of the comments from Bruce Arians last week. But he said if there's one thing Tom Brady knows how to do, it's when you do have a young offensive line, you get the ball out quickly. Mm -hmm. He can be effective in that area and not put himself at risk. Absolutely. And, and, he, and he's, he's the best, he's the best at that. And a guy like Godwin certainly is, uh, can fit right in. Godwin can play outside and inside, which is so awesome about him. And so, 
They'll stick him inside. If he has to be a safety blanket, he'll be a safety blanket. Especially, though, with the Mike Evans having the soft mm. tissue hamstring injury, things like that that they've had to deal with in the camp. It feels like blow after blow after blow. The Buccaneers are still a pretty hefty favorite in that NFC South. People not necessarily believing that the, the Saints and Panthers are going to get over to hump this year. I know you are not one of those people, which is also a good tease for later on in the show. We're going to get to who we think is going to win all of these divisions in the NFC and AFC. So everyone also. can come back at the end of the year and tell us how wrong we were. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's all we're gonna, that's we want to document it so for. that everyone can come back and be like, you guys are so wrong. You guys. You're so bad. <laughs> you guys are terrible. We're going to step aside. When we come back, get back to college football. Kenny White of KennyWhiteSports.com and CBS Sports HQ is going to join us on the line and look ahead to this coming week, week two of college football, his reaction and things he learned from week one that we can take with us as betters. Um, plenty more when we come back. This is VSIN final countdown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game, and we have. Some very, very important breaking news. Things that no one expected or knew of previously breaking. at all. Breaking. I mean, it is. No one had any idea that Mitch Trubisky was going to be the starter for the Steelers. But now you know <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky goodness. is going to be the starter <laughs> for the Pittsburgh Steelers for, let's call it six or seven games. <laughs> let's call it six or seven games. Because, again, they've got to start their first-round quarterback at some point. So we'll call it six or seven games. But for the first six or seven games, Mr. Trubisky is going to be your quarterback. I love how these things come out and people act like it's such a big deal. Like, this isn't something that we knew or anticipated for months now. Um, anyways, let's get into some college football talk with our guest, Kenny White, at Vegas on Twitter of KennyWhiteSports.com. Also, regular appearances on CBS Sports HQ. He does all the things. Expert handicapper. Also has a new nickname from my co-host, Matt, here that, Kenny, I don't know if you knew about. I mean, can I, I did not I, look, I just, I, I threw in the deal. I said, why can't we get Ken dog on the show, man? Let's, let's get Ken dog on the show. Let's, let's get, let's do this. Come on. Let's How you like, on do you show. like it? Is that an acceptable nickname? I, that's fine. Yes. <laughs> Actually, uh, I had the nickname K dog is oh, what, uh, so. All right. So you're, you're, you're right on that. There it is. Nailed it. Okay. Well, Ken dog, uh, <laughs> what were some of your big takeaways from week one of this college football season? Aside from the sec is the sec and special teams are special. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know that every year begin the season, the special teams are, are going to be a problem. There's just not enough time to work on that, but yeah, the sec is, is back uh, Georgia Alabama, top two teams in the country. Again, Ohio State uh, didn't impress on offense, but we know they're going to. We know they're going to average close to 45 a game, and they're going to be they're going to be right there. They they want to be physical. They talked about that, so they got a chance to be physical against Notre Dame, and uh, they they showed out well. Now the the fourth team in the mix, Clemson. Get we'll get to find out uh, if they're back offensively tonight or not. Kenny, whenever you were watching that Georgia dismantling that was going on, did, did, did it just 
I mean, I know we all expected them to win. I don't know if we expected them to win in that incredibly dominant fashion here, but did that really and truly solidify them? I heard you say the best two teams in the country. Did that kind of solidify them as that number two team to you? I already had them the number two okay. team. Uh, that The recruiting is just Kirby Smart's done a great job there. I was shocked that, that Dan Lanning wasn't prepared mm -hmm. for Georgia. You know, he he said, a guy, I know how to upset their quarterback Stetson Bennett. I know how to get in his head. And, uh, he said at halftime, we just got to do a couple things to upset him. And, well, he really didn't know what to do to upset him. Uh, just It was just a, a complete mismatch from from beginning to end. And uh, Georgia's the real deal. They're back again. They, they send eight guys to the NFL, and it doesn't matter. They just uh, reload. And that's what Alabama's been doing forever. And Clemson was doing for a, you know, a, a long period of time as well until last year when they, they couldn't get it done offensively. But I think Clemson's back, and I think it's a, it's a four-team race once again. Uh, Stetson Bennett all of a sudden has himself in the mouths of a lot of people as a potential Heisman contender now after that showing. Uh, because you've mentioned Clemson now a couple times, we might as well get into it. Uh, they're a massive favorite today against Georgia Tech, up to 24 points, total 51. Any involvement for you in this evening's action? I did not did not bet the game. Um, I do lean to the over uh, in tonight's game. I made the total 55. Uh, it just wasn't enough to really get me excited about it. Clemson disappointed me last year. Uh, their quarterback, DJ Ugalele, did not play up to expectations. Uh, all reports are he's lost weight. He's in great shape. Uh, he's looking far better in, in, in the uh, summer practices. And they're expecting big things out of him. And if he does and he puts up points like he's supposed to, I think Georgia Tech will put some points up. I love Clemson's defense, but Jeff Collins is in his fourth year now making that transition uh, from the triple option to a pro set offense. And his quarterback, Jeff Sims, is a dual threat guy who can make plays and put some points on the board tonight. So um, the, the everybody bet this game under. They bet it under right away when the total went up 56 Bet it down to 49 and a half, I believe, but it's back up to 51. So a slight edge for me to the over. Kenny, let's look at Alabama, who does take the field against Texas this coming week. This is a nearly a three-touchdown spread as we sit right now. Helps on the way to Texas. Arch Manning isn't there yet, though. So we got to go in with what they got right now. Uh, you are looking, though, on the total at this one. Yeah, I, I thought uh, 62 was a little too high. I know, you know, I got to hand it to Nick Saban. You know, he played all those years. It was just, you know, grinded out football, win win with great defense. But, you know, he's evolved as an offensive coach now, and they spread the field. They throw the ball all over the place. It was almost as much as anybody in the country now. So uh, they are more offensive football team, but they are still great on defensive end. And uh, I, I think Texas is going to have a really tough time scoring against them. But Texas' defense is solid, too. They return 12 players. Uh, with eight or more starts in their college career. So they've got depth there on defense and that uh, playing in Texas is going to be a you know big part for them that, that they don't have to travel for this game basically. And uh, their defense will keep Alabama in check a little bit, but we know how good Bryce Young is and you know how many touchdowns he's going to score each game. He's just amazing. Uh, uh, but I, I do believe Texas defense can actually slow them down just a little bit, maybe hold them to some field goals instead of those touchdowns. A 55 to nothing win for Alabama against Utah State to open up the season. Uh, as we, I love that. I love to a 42 point spread covered <laughs> by 13 points and still stays under the total. Like the 42 point spread covered by 13 points. And also, still stays I under. love that in the same day in the same sport we had a 7-3 final and like a 66 <laughs> to 65. Like that's only in college football things get this weird and we wouldn't have it any other way uh, as we continue to look ahead though to week two were there any teams for you watching all these week one games that 
seriously adjusted a power rating for you as you look to these week two games where you think, hey, I'm interested in getting more involved in or fading a team already based on that initial performance? Well, one I was a little late on that uh, most people adjusted quicker than I did was Hawaii. I I gave them a pass for their first performance against Vanderbilt and should have adjusted a lot more than I did. Uh, they really struggled against uh, Western Kentucky this past weekend. So they're a team that I definitely uh, uh, readjusted. Charlotte's another team. They lost their quarterback, uh, Reynolds, in the first game. And uh, they they lost to William & Mary this past weekend. They got destroyed. Um, I've got Charlotte now without their quarterback, Reynolds, at the bottom of the pack of the FBS. They're in the bottom, I think, tied with uh, New Mexico State and Massachusetts. That's the worst teams in college football. But, there, you know, Nevada, Nevada was a team that everybody was down on, and uh, the bookmakers readjusted Nevada's power rating almost 10 points. They went from a nine-point favorite to a, a six-point underdog at one point, and uh, they won the game straight up. They win at home against Texas State. So some of these teams do rebound the next week, and they do play better football. Wyoming, Wyoming disappointed. They looked horrible against the Illinois in, in week one. But I did not want to readjust. That football coach at Wyoming is too good. Mm -hmm. And I thought playing at home, it's a tough place to travel to. I don't want to, I, I don't want to not be on Wyoming getting points at home. So it was smart there not to readjust uh, with his football team. So, yeah, there, there was a lot of surprises, I think, uh, Stormy in college football that uh, some teams that just weren't ready, but teams improve from week one to week two more than any other time in the entire season. Kenny, we're looking ahead to this this week coming up as well. Tennessee coming off of a win, easy coast win for them. Hendon Hooker getting a bunch of love. Tennessee kind of being a sleeper team in the SEC, depending on who you talk to. But you tend to think that Pitt's going to be able to hang in this one. I think Pittsburgh's really good football team, Matt. I, I think they've got a chance to win the ACC again. They're the defending champs. Uh, they bring in a quarterback in Keaton Slovis, who's uh, going to be able to have a chance to play in the NFL. I'm not sure where he gets drafted or if he does, but I know he's going to be on a roster in the NFL next year. Uh, he's got that type of arm. The defense is tremendous. They're a very well-coached football team. So I, I think it's going to be a very tough-fought game. I was very surprised. Uh, that Pittsburgh uh, was getting seven points at home. Um, I, I know Tennessee looked great. I had them. I was over with Tennessee, but they did play Ball State, and Tennessee, uh, Pittsburgh played their biggest rival, West Virginia, who surprised me. That was a, a team I definitely upgraded. They had more team speed, the Mountaineers did, than I expected, so they were a little better football team. Uh, but this, this Pittsburgh team is well-coached. Uh, they're solid on both sides of the football. This is going to be a great game against Tennessee. One more here with just about a minute left with you here, Kenny. Um, USC got our first taste of the Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams experience, dismantling Rice 66 to 14. Williams had about 250 yards, a couple touchdowns, 68 yards on the ground, three pick sixes for this defense. Now they face Stanford as a nine point favorite, uh, total 65, 66. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I went under here in this game. Uh, that the, that score was a great score for me because I had uh, USC and over in that game, and it was over 100 degrees in, in California this weekend, and uh, that wears down defenses that also helped the USC defense. But those three pick six, obviously that score is m very misleading what it should have been. Stanford is not going to play that type of football game. You know Stanford's going to keep it in between the tackles. They're going to control the clock. They're going to they're going to run 30 seconds. They played Colgate this past weekend and they were they were over 30 seconds in between plays. They'll be 35 seconds in between plays against USC. They will try to take the air out of the football and slow that team down and they'll they'll be able to at times. It's going to be a tougher game than USC thinks. So 66 was way too high for a Stanford total. Great stuff as always, Kenny. Appreciate you. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me. 
check him out again. KennyWhiteSports.com at KYDVegas on Twitter. Other great marquee games, though, week two. BYU, Baylor, Florida taking on Kentucky, Arkansas, South Carolina, Fresno State, Oregon State, sneaky good game. We'll get back to the NFL, though, as we wrap up hour one here on Vicent Final Countdown. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wrapping up hour. 
Hour one on VSIN Final Countdown, this segment of the show presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zin understands there's one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline's gonna be a little bit different. Everybody's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zin's there for you. Check out Zin Nicotine Pouches at Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Matt Brown, I'm Stormy Bond and Tony got a couple Major League Baseball score finals for you. The Blue Jays topped the Orioles 7-3. Yankees beat the Twins 5-2. Aaron Judge with his 54th homer of the season. That means Albert Pujols is definitely going to get another one, right? I mean, that's just how that works. Uh, the Rockies lead the Brewers 3-0. We've got a tie game. Red Sox raise after 2-1-1. And the Nationals and Cardinals tied at zero right now. Um, we had Kenny on the line a moment mm -hmm. ago. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. He and my dad actually went to high school together, uh, played on the same Western baseball team back in the day. And I'm so mad at myself. I meant to share with him. My dad was out at the Ohio State Notre Dame game over the weekend. He was all over Notre Dame plus the points. So he's, even though Notre Dame lost and we are Golden Domers fans and he had to be at the horseshoe for the loss, he's very emotional. He cashed a lot of tickets. He was also trying to get a middle, this guy. Live betting from the horseshoe, trying to get Ohio State minus three, minus four as they're going in this game with Notre Dame at a halftime no lead. Nice. Couldn't get the connection. This guy is just texting me moaning, complaining like crazy. He's like, come on. And I, I'm so mad I didn't get to share that with Kenny. you could do because you couldn't help out because you weren't in state. I would, yeah, trust me, you have yeah. no idea. And love being a college football reporter for ESPN. It is a ton of fun for me to go out on the road every weekend. But it also means I can't place any of my college football bets while I'm out of town. So I have to get them in on Thursday before I hit the flight out. During the NFL season, I'm sweating uh, Thursday night football from the airport week in and week out. It is a rough life for your girl. Well, it's, it's, it, you do all these West Coast games. If you went over the East Coast, you'd have a million different books. Come on, yeah, ESPN. I mean, yeah, help us get sister her, out. Get her over the, on the East Coast, <laughs> right? I mean, seriously. Um, we are going to talk some NFL here and some of those season long player props. It's, you know, we talked last week a lot mm -hmm. about fantasy, everybody getting their fantasy football drafts in and two of them tonight. You have two tonight, Not one, but two, tonight. What, what picks do you have? Oh boy. One's one, one's an auction. So, and then, um, and then one, I have the fifth pick. So anybody you're eyeing for, can you not reveal that on the air? Because your you know, cohorts you in the league will be listening. I don't know if any of those idiots are watching. <laughs> I, you know, I'm talking, I'm talking to you, you idiot. Like, are you watching? Well, you better know. take Adam Levitan's advice because he yeah. was on it. And actually, that's that's a good place to start because I did not take his advice when it came to Christian McCaffrey. And obviously, Adam, extremely, extremely smart and disciplined when it comes to the season-long player props and fantasy space. I just can't get on the Christian McCaffrey train, and I'm not going to. And I feel terrible because I do know the guy. I used to cover the Carolina Panthers out in Charlotte, um, works for the team, and adore him as a person, as a player, extremely talented. I am all over his under rushing and receiving yards prop at 1595 and a half and again like I said last week his name should be Christian McCaffrey when or if healthy because he's one of the most dynamic players in football he is so fun to watch and I'm gonna love watching and probably backing the Panthers in a lot of spots early on in the season while he mm -hmm. is available but when those wheels fall off and mark my words they will fall oh. off they will fall off i mean he misses a game wow. or two here he misses a game or two there he's not going to hit these numbers i actually think it, look i think there's two different ways that this can go under and look running backs you should basically almost always bet under props on running backs as it is anyway it's the toughest position in sports to play 
Very, very easy to get injured. I mean, look, you're running as fast as you can into another guy that's 240 pounds who's running as fast as he can at <laughs> you and trying to kill you. So, yes, I mean, you should always bet unders on running backs as it is anyway. But you you look at, at McCaffrey, and they brought in Deontay Foreman, and I'm wondering if that was to take some of the load off mm-hmm. of him on some of these earlier downs to where, you know, look, it's – or, or in the obvious running situations as well where, hey, look, if we can keep just – 10%, 15% yeah. of the hits off of him that he's gotten the last few years, then maybe we can look at a guy that can be healthy for us over the course of the whole season. I mean, look, there are some people out there that think that this Panthers team is actually kind of under the radar, a sneaky good team. I'm kind of middle of the pack when it comes I wanna to that. I want to see week one. I want to see yeah, week one. I'm kind of like middle of the pack when it comes to that. I'm not really quite there yet, but I can get it. I can see it. The defense is still pretty good. If they can get In the decent betting guide, I did have them making the playoffs. Yeah, if, you can get to the tw- so. if you can get 2019 Baker – to go along with DJ Moore and go along with Christian McCaffrey. And like I said, I mean, like there, there are pieces there for sure. I just, I can't quite get there right now. So I, I understand where you're coming from and do, like I said, I think that there's two different ways to get there. One, getting running backs, get hurt. And then two, I, I think that they might could siphon off some of these carries in some of these situations where, you know, Hey, look, we bring in a big bruising back and let's, uh, let's try to keep our other guy healthy. Any of these other props I have up there that intrigue you? I have Justin Herbert over his passing yards prop, 4,700 and a half. Brandon Cooks. So these are all my – that was my under. I have about like 20 of these, mm-hmm. I've got to be honest with you, but I pulled out six that I, I really like, and I happened to pull out a ton of overs. But Brandon Cooks over his 950 and a half. He, I mean, he's like the most – consistent thousand yard receiver. I feel like I've seen in a while, like every year, like clockwork. I like Devonte Adams. There was an interesting prop over his receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. And the touchdowns portion of this is a full touchdown fewer than his actual separate prop at plus two forty. Max Crosby over his sacks number and Bobby Okariki of the Colts over hundred nine and a half tackles at 130 a season ago. Yeah. So I have Herbert about 180 yards over this. And so, I mean, not a, ton of value on the over there but again I'm fairly I'm fairly conservative in my projections a lot of times mm-hmm. and so I have him about 180 yards over this so I do like that one cooks I mean you can draw the you can draw the line there right I mean they're they're going to be bad they're going to be trailing in a ton of games and so if you're bad and trailing in a ton of games you have to throw the ball far more than you would want to and Brandon Cooks is the only guy on that roster with a pulse right now on the offensive side of the ball. So I think that makes a lot of sense with that. I was looking into some of his numbers and when he, like he and Mills had a pretty decent connection last year. Mm -hmm. And I mean, talking season, all the things at camp are that they're, you know, great chemistry so far in camp, even though cooks hasn't played in any of the preseason games. Um, But his targets went up from seven per game with Tyrod Taylor to nine per game with Mills after they started stopped splitting reps. He ended the year with a career high 90 receptions and 134 on 134 targets there. So I think with a stabler situation, with Mills, the two of them knowing each other, him being a consistent thousand yard receiver, that that one just made sense yep. to me. Yeah, no, I, I I like it a ton. And then the uh, the other interesting one, of course, is, is Devontae Adams. I mean, we all just assume that he's going to be a major, major part of this offense. I mean, they do he still have be. Hunter Renfro. They do still have Darren Waller. So it's not like he's the only focal no. target like he was for the Packers. But even with that, I mean, at 1,200 yards, if you assume health, if you assume health, like that is a very, very doable number in an eight in a in a 17 game season for for Devonte Adams. And again, I think that there's at least a chance or two that maybe the Raiders aren't as good as we think. And if they're not as good as we think, then they're trailing in games. They have to they're throw be more. Chasing, yeah, yes. they have to do things like that. So I mean, there's like a couple different pathways 
that to get there too. So yeah, I like them all. I think that you're, um, I think you're onto something here. I'm just on a couple of unders. Um, of course just, you are. I'm betting on human achievement. You're betting yeah, against it. Give yeah, them to us. Yeah. Just a couple of unders for me, uh, under 13, 49 and a half receiving r- rushing, receiving there for, uh, for Debo Samuel. Here, it, there's a couple of different reasons for this. <laughs> One, I don't look, he came out and he did this whole thing about like, I don't want to run the ball. I want to stay healthy. He I didn't don't want to say that. And, Other and people said that he didn't say he that. He said it. He said it. There's that, that didn't just get made up. He, he, it, there's a reason they put the rushing incentive. He just into wanted his to con- get paid and there, then he would do that it. There was a reason they put the rushing incentive into his contract and all that. And, but I don't think there's no point in running the ball with him a ton. They have a deep, deep, deep running back room. They spent a draft pick on Ty Davis Price as well. So it's like you have Elijah Mitchell, you've got Wilson, now you got Ty Davis Price as well. So, I mean, like, there's no real reason to line him up back there, your most explosive playmaker, and have him, as we just mentioned, mm-hmm. run as fast as he can into someone else running as fast as they can and trying to kill him. So, I mean, it, to me, it doesn't make a ton of sense. He's never played in an offense where Brandon Ayuk has been able to play a full complement of snaps. Now, again, I'm assuming health from that standpoint, and he could certainly get hurt again. And then this kind of blows my theory out of the water, but it's another very viable target that's out there on the field. And I think that that takes naturally takes away some of the, some of the targets from Debo Samuel as well there. And again, you've got a quarterback that's prone to run. So there's going to be a lot more opportunities for, you know, uh, breakdown, breakdown, and as opposed to whatever, he just pulls it down and runs. So, uh, Cam Akers, it's just because that's just a running back by committee back there. There's kind of a there's two starters there. Henderson is also going to get a, t- a ton of carries for them. So, just uh, basically, I just don't think that we're getting the 80-20 split, mm-hmm. more of the 60-40, maybe 70-30. So, I took the under. Every uh, hour here on the network, we are doing pro tips to help you become better betters. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe, and you can actually see all 20 of them that we have throughout the course of the day. But for this hour, one I wanted to point out was that you don't need – to bet a game just because you're watching it on TV. And I know that you want to have skin in the game. It feels like it's fun and attractive, but a quick example, my brother this weekend, he and I talked through a number of games and he put a three leg parlay together of these games that we researched ends up cashing the rest of the day. There's a couple games on the TV. He bets those loses all three individual bets that he made. Don't bet things just to bet them, especially when you research things. Be a little bit more selective. Absolutely. I know that's how you are in general. Very selective. I'm I'm a little too selective sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Uh, Back here for hour two on VSIN Final Countdown after a quick timeout. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.